listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 303. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the, I love you so much, but you seem a little cranky, John Brownstone. Mm, I think you're reading into it something more than it is. That's probably true, too. Yeah. Both things can be true, though. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This week, we are doing another revisiting old episodes from the archive, and we're going back to episode six to add some perspective. So episode six, though, you were in that conversation. That was what we did together because we talked about how we switched from whatever power exchange dynamic we had to daddy dom little girl right which we don't even really use that terminology for ourselves anymore no. but that's that's how old this episode is from 2015 <laughs> episode number 6 so we're going to talk about not the switch to that episode exists we're mm-hmm. going to talk about ourselves as ddlg and are we still that would we call ourselves that uh in this week's episode this ought to be interesting hmm. buckle up y'all <laughs> welcome to the loving bdsm podcast if this is your first time listening glad to have you if you're back for another week welcome back loving bdsm is produced every tuesday and friday for your kinky pleasure and education and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app you can also follow the show on twitter at loving bdsm on fetlife at loving bdsm pc on instagram at that handle i will forever fucking hate loving ds and the number one so that's at loving ds1 or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks as always to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We are able to keep doing this weird thing on the internet uh, because of our kinky patrons. And we are grateful for every fucking one. Keeps that big bright light on. I know. (laughs) Not that the podcast listeners can see it. That's true. But yeah. It keeps the microphones turned on. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can. Just join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, that's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay, so before we get into this week's topic, I have two things to say. One, the Kinkery, JB's shop of weapons of ass destruction, does indeed exist. We haven't spoken about it in a whole five <laughs> minutes. But more importantly, you can potentially win a set three, three paddles through a giveaway that the kinkery not loving bdsm but because we are both sure loving bdsm but really the kinkery is doing with dom sub living which is an educational kink site as well focused on power exchange we love them over there they're great um it's one winner three paddles though uh the paddles have already been selected it is our ass beater ass beater junior and hairbrush paddle all Mm -hmm. in maple Two of the paddles are in curly maple and one is like in quote regular maple, uh, black paracord handle. The giveaway is, uh, entries to win the giveaway is open March 1st, which we are now officially passed, uh, mm-hmm. through March 8th. So it's a very limited short window to uh, enter. Links are in the places. Um, Full disclosure, you will absolutely be added to our email list for the Kinkery. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the entry is, is the email address yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, three paddles, one winner. We're shipping it out. Um, I believe it's, I think we said it was international. I'm not, read the fine print because I don't remember that part in this moment as of right now. But uh, yeah, that's going on. You can win a set of three Kinkery paddles. Yes, you can. And also, if you're like, I've got those paddles, or man, the 
it's not my favorite wood, then go to thekinkery.com and start shopping. We got stuff. We've added a mm-hmm. new thing. We're adding more things. Things mm-hmm. are coming. So uh, that is the thing I wanted to say uh, This about that. That is that is my my announcement but yes the link to the giveaway show notes for podcast listeners description box for youtube folks if you follow us on social media we've posted it there as well so there you go okay so this week's episode is another one of the revisit the archive and like add more to the conversation and this one that we're revisiting is episode six it's the first Mm -hmm. one you were with me on it's still only a 16 minute episode (laughs) (laughs) it is the episode where we talk about how we made the switch from whatever our dynamic was before which to me just didn't really have a name it was just power exchange to a daddy dom little girl dynamic ddlg is the shorthand for those who mm-hmm. might not know. Um, and we talked about our journey. So every time somebody asks, how do you do that? How did you do that? I just send them the link because that's how. Yeah. Uh, the link to that episode is in the places. Uh, YouTube, that's the description box. Podcast listeners, that is the show notes. It's an extremely old episode, so you cannot get it on a podcast app. It doesn't go back that far. Um, <laughs> you can't listen to it on our website. So if you wanna know how we went through that process, I do not wanna rehash that. We did that episode. That is in that episode. I want to look at the dynamic we have now and try maybe to answer the question, are we still DDLG? Is that what we would classify ourselves as? Mm. Before anybody gets cranky, you're right. Labels don't have to be used and you don't have to box yourself into a label or a title. You're right for the person who's gonna get cranky about it because they always do. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we talk about a label or a term, people get cranky. That's right. But we also like to use some of those labels and words to have a deeper understanding of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So this is the question we're trying to answer. So I wanted to start with thinking about how we made the switch. Yeah. Again, if you don't know, go listen to or watch that episode. Um, Is there, thinking about how we did it, what we did, what we ended up being, is there anything you do differently? That I do differently? Or that you wish had been different or that, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Oh, wow. Um, not really, not really, not, nothing really comes to mind. I am happy with the way things have evolved with our relationship. Okay. I think I was thinking more of the fact that the way we became DDLG was I screamed out daddy in the middle of sex. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's really where I was going with that. (laughs) Okay. Does that like... Not that I want to, because I have no other words that I want to use to me. You are daddy. I'm mm-hmm. happy with that. But is that a method I should try again in the future? <laughs> I I don't think you need to try that again in the future. I'm not sure um, what, what I would yell out during sex. Right. Um, I, I don't think you'd need to go to that extreme okay, at, at this point. I mean, it was just an urge. It wasn't like yeah. I plotted it or anything. Yeah. It was... I mean, my, my whole thing, you know, just, just a quick cliff's note, you know, I, I was just so, prior to that, high protocol was pretty much everything I had known and done, mm-hmm. you know, and DDLG was very foreign to me at that time. Oh, yeah, you definitely had a, a certain view on what it might mean. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, but I, I'd like to think at, at 
this point um, in who I am and and after that little surprise, you know, that um, if you were to say, you know, I, I, I think you're kind of, you know, are, are you a little bit of this? I, I might be a little more open to... Uh, <laughs> lesson learned right you know right. i feel like one of the lessons learned there was when when i'm when bg makes uh, an observation maybe just you don't have to take me at face value you don't have to believe everything i say but i feel like if i ask a question based on an observation it might be worth uh thinking more about giving it some consideration yes yes absolutely the choice is still yours even though i'm usually right uh <laughs> i can be wrong on rare occasions like this morning that's completely different and maybe we'll <laughs> remember it for the bonus section <laughs> so it's weird because i think about all the advice we give on how to make these transitions mm -hmm. and so i never tell people you know what just scream at that thing during sex hear how that goes <laughs> and it's it's weird because the way we basically <laughs> we had sex at we started having sex and you were sir we got done having sex and you were daddy and that was our transition um <laughs> i just i know it's, <laughs> mr toad's wild ride is what that was um it was one of those moments where i made a leap of faith based on all of the information i'd gathered since we had known one another, mm. whether I was consciously aware of that information or not, and went, I'm gonna take a risk, and I'm not a risk taker. Has anybody noticed that? I'm not a risk taker. Uh, so on one level, I do not recommend trying a, a label that your partner has seemingly rejected in the throes of passion. I don't think that that's necessarily the best way, but also I think it, gave me the courage to take other risks, to say the thing. Mm. Because I wanna believe, I need to believe, I definitely believe, that had you not embraced that, you still would have been kind about it. You still would have been, you know, there might've been a little bit of shock, but there wouldn't have been a freak out or judgment. I I don't. I will never yeah, know that. Yeah, that was for a good sure. try, but no. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like oh well, well, I had to try it to know, and that is that is one thing I did learn from that. You sometimes have to try a thing out to right. really know. Um, also, it was another moment where I got to learn that my instincts were not wrong. I mean, my instincts can be wrong. It happens, mm -hmm. but. It was, yeah. you know, solidified further proof that, oh, okay, no, go go with your gut sometimes, especially when you have all the signals that it's safe to do so, it's gonna work out yeah. fine no matter what. I think that's the hardest part is getting those signals and, and believing those signs and signals that you can just like blurt out the thing and it'll be okay. So here's the deeper question. Right. Um, would you still classify us as daddy, dom, little girl, DDLG? So. We have, and here's why I asked the question. Okay. I do not actively call us DDLG. I don't use those tags for us. I, you are daddy. Mm -hmm. And I am baby girl, but I am also service submissive. I'm also masochist. I'm yeah. also, uh, you know, probably any one of a number of titles that have been applied to submissives over the past few years about you know, independent and strong and authoritative and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm all of those things. 
And we also have an entire episode in the archive about why we say caregiver little and the dynamic of Mm -hmm. caregiver, not just daddy dom. Yeah. And so it's just a question I would, um, I would like us to explore. So when I ask you, Mm -hmm. do you think we're DDLG anymore? Like what, how, how do you see our relationship? How do I see our relationship? How do you think about that question? Um, I would have to say, and I, I want to thank you for sending me that email because I did look at it and, and I saw that. So I've had some time to, to kind of think about this and contemplate it. After being criticized for never telling him what a topic was and if I would just <laughs> send him a link to the resource source material, he would be better prepared. That is exactly what I did. I sent him a link to our old episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, you know, I... Brad. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so there's the answer to your question. No. We're Brett and Brett Tamer now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you've had time to think about it. So, I, yeah, I, I had time to give it some thought. And I, I believe at the core of our dynamic and who we are, I think there is still that that ddlg okay so this is a short podcast okay (laughs) got anything like what makes you feel that way pull the information from you syllable by syllable (laughs) well i mean it's just the way just our general interaction of how we are and who we are Mm. okay you know we we still do that thing that you know, there's there's a lot of, of nurturing going on. Um, you know, you still have that vulnerability. Um, there are times, you know, let's face it, when you were recovering from your surgery, you know, I we watched Disney movies and that I now barely remember because yeah, the well, the, 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 the drugs, yeah, I know. Well, you know, oops, yeah, <laughs> have to rewatch those, yeah. So. You know, yeah, I, I think at our core, because we still have, we we have not lost that playful nature mm-hmm. of who we are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, yeah, at, at our core, that that is definitely still there. So here's what's funny. I absolutely agree with you that our core is still a very playful nature. Mm-hmm. Um, that me at my most vulnerable is me being my most baby girl self. Happy or unhappy, doesn't matter. That's it's a vulnerability yeah. thing. Um, that yes, you are definitely a nurturing partner and and your type of dominance leans towards nurturing more than um, anything else. Like mm-hmm. even when you get stern and forceful, 75% of the time it's from a care, a place of caring and you're yeah. I need you to do this thing because this is what's good for yeah. you kind of deal. I'm taking uh, care of you. Right. Time to put down the phone and go to bed, baby. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and much like uh, children everywhere, I fucking pout about it because I was not ready. <laughs> also, I feel like I'm going through a teenage phase with you where I'm like, I know, I know. Right. I'm literally hearing the 16-year-old come out of my mouth sometimes. I'm like, Ugh. but 
so it's I agree with that. I wonder if, and I think it's perfectly fine for us to see this differently. Mm-hmm. I don't always feel like the label fits. No, it doesn't. And when someone asks, you know, who we are, what we are, I basically kind of just, you know, I, I don't say, well, you know, we're we're DLG or we're we're caregiver little. Um, I just kind of say, well, she's my baby girl. And that is one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> <laughs> well. Because <laughs> what's funny is in in one three or four word statement, I both feel my baby girl self and I feel, I don't want to say ownership because we're not owner slave. We don't yeah. do that kind of thing. But like the ownership of she's mine. Like I've always mm-hmm. loved the mine part. Like, mm, yeah. yes, I'm yours. You're right. <laughs> the label doesn't quite feel right to me. I think partly it's because I feel like daddy, Dom little girl for my perspective. And I have no opinion on how other people use the label. like, do you, but it, it feels limiting in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, caregiver little, is still also a little bit limiting to me. Yeah. And I think it's because I I know for myself, I more f- easily, oh, I keep bumping the mic cord, sorry y'all. Um, I more easily flow between um, all of the different, for whatever noise you might hear, that's JB playing with the mic cord. Oh, sorry y'all. I feel like I flow in between all of my stuff my different ways of being that mm-hmm. um, I never feel all one thing or another. I also think that I've spent a lot of time over the past six months to a year deep in service submissive mode that even though I flow into my baby girl self very easily, I don't, feel like I live in that state Mm -hmm. like my day-to-day actions my day-to-day thoughts are service right right um if I'm fortunate enough lucky enough we've got a moment where we're not talking about something serious we're not planning a thing we're not working on a thing we're not focused on whatever yeah my silliness gets to flow out my poutiness definitely is there my my full baby girl range of emotions are just there uh (laughs) but i don't think i spend enough time in that state of mind solely in that state of mind Mm -hmm. to feel like it's an inherent part of my kink identity the label is the label of yeah i just i just happen to be a silly goofy person and i know it's my baby girl side but that's that's all I have to kind of show for it. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing or a good thing. That's I think that's a neutral thing. It's it's only good or bad if I feel like it's good or bad. I, you know, I mean, the fact that I had to be recovering from surgery to sit down and watch a week's worth of animated movies, because yeah. that's a thing I like to do, that's probably a problem. Uh, <laughs> but also I'm becoming a lot more comfortable with incorporating my baby girl self into so many other facets of my life. Uh, hence the uh, collection of glitter that I'm amassing for business purposes. Mm. <laughs> like uh, I get to buy glitter out of our business account and I <laughs> legitimately and legally, and I f- am not unhappy about that. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, 
because I'm able to incorporate like the baby girl side of me into so yeah. many parts of my life that don't feel structured like a little or a baby mm-hmm. girl. They're just, it's, it's just a flow. It's just a vibe. Is that making me feel less of the label? Because it becomes normal. It becomes a part of just who you are. It's just part of your personality yeah. after all. It doesn't have to be labeled. I know that's not how everybody would see that, but that's kind of the sense I get of it of, well, I'm always baby girl, so it's not a role I inhabit. It is literally who I am. Not day in and day out, not always, but at any given moment. Mm -hmm. So then to to think of Daddy Dom Little, it's like, that feels feels limiting in a way. Yeah. I mean, I, I find myself um, you know, when talking to people, not so much to, you know, say, yeah, we're, we're DDLG, we're, we're this or that. Um, the thing I tend to say more than anything, mm-hmm. um, we're in a power exchange. Yeah. Hold on. I'm about to choke on my own spit. Oh, <laughs> I have gotten out of and feel very weird when I just say DS or dominance and submission. I'm like, it's yeah. a power exchange because that to me encompasses so much more. I think that individuals can say DS and mean exactly what we mean about power exchange. Mm-hmm. But when I say it, I feel like I'm I'm limiting it to just dom, just sub, just people who would use the terms dom and sub. When I mean the power exchange of one of us is the decider and one of us is not. One mm-hmm. of us has control, one of us is not. Because when I say power exchange, that encompasses both your sadistic mean sir side (laughs) and also your sweet fun playful daddy side yeah it's all of it plus it's then the things we do as top and bottom yeah i mean i i would have to say more so of late over over last several months um the most i see of your baby girl side is at night when we go to bed. <laughs> yeah, 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 I won't deny that. Yeah, see? <laughs> I, I won't, I won't so, deny that. So, I, I mean, we're, you know, I don't know if it's because, you know, we're, we're going on 10 years in our, in our relationship at this point. And, you know, we both know who we are in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not that it really needs to be defined by any one term or label. Um, We are who we are. There is that. I think that two things. One is a um, hazard of the job. We created a job for ourselves where we talk about our power exchange. And when you talk about publicly with anybody who can find you power exchange, you have to try try to be able to define what the hell you mean so people understand what's mm-hmm. being said. So when I talk about myself, yes, I use the different labels to give folks an idea of what I'm into, how I mm-hmm. maybe move through a relationship, kind of setting expectations, right? Um, but when I'm thinking about our relationship and actually living it, it's a power exchange. Like I, if, if we did not have this, job and we had not made it up for ourselves mm-hmm. uh, I think I would be like yeah I'm a baby girl you're a daddy but that doesn't in my mind equate with we're daddy dom little girl 
even though technically on paper and to some people it absolutely will, mm-hmm. we're just in a power exchange. And I think part of that is because for me at least, I'm getting very comfortable with just living in the state of who I am. And right. so it means that yes, there are moments uh, where I'm not my submissive self, at least from the outside looking in, I'm very much in charge. I'm very much you know, in control of a situation or <laughs> as much as I like to think I'm in control of a situation. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm in mom mode, I'm in professional mode, I'm whatever, whatever. Um, but there's a knowing deep inside of who I am that for me defies needing to explain it to myself, to be able to explain it to other people so they know who they're talking to in a kink context. Mm-hmm. This is part mm-hmm. of what labels are for, right? To, to find yeah. a common understanding. But when I'm thinking about who I am, I don't, I just don't, I don't split it into categories like that. If I had to do that, I'd just go, well, I'm submissive. Now, what that looks like is, you know, very nuanced and lots of details. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, if I, when I have to describe it to somebody, I'm giving you lots of labels because it's like, well, there's this and there's this and there's this and there's this. And I don't know that it's a time thing. You know, when I realized that this year, by April, May time, that's my 10 year point of going, holy shit, I'm submissive. Like that's when I figured it out about myself. Mm-hmm. That's wild to me. Cause 10 years on one level does not feel like very long at all. And cause look at a 10 year old, that's not a long time. They're young, they, they don't know shit. They're <laughs> level 10 in life, okay? <laughs> I am level 42, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not yeah. a lot of time. But also when I think in terms of, you know, the relationship we've had, the, the way we move through relationships in general, <laughs> 10 years, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. That's a long damn time. And I, I do think some, there's something to the time and the a consistent, healthy relationship with each other where you stop needing to maybe for yourself to use words to explain what you're doing. It's just who you are. Um, what I do notice, and I think another reason why I'm currently kind of going when I think of the DDLG label is I do spend so much time in service submissive mode. Yes. And to the point that I'm tired, <laughs> I'm very, very tired. Um, and I don't think about is the baby girl side of me um, getting enough attention or getting, you know, feeling neglected or not until I spend a lot of time and a lot is very subjective, but like I said, six months to a year in one specific headspace more than others, you know? Mm-hmm. And yet have, you know, getting into habits and getting into to routines that turn into ruts, that's a powerful thing because there's a part of me that's going, I need more time to play, whether that's kink play or like watch some Disney, right? I need time to play, but also the service submissive part of me that's like, but actually we got shit to do and you have a to-do list to check off. It's like, (laughs) you don't fucking have time to play. And so my internally, the parts of myself that know what I want and crave and need and and Mm. thrive on and enjoy are internally kind of at war with one another. So I will deny parts of my baby girl self, um, because the service part of me is like, but we've got, there's things that take priority 
to then the detriment of my baby girl self. So that mm-hmm. even though I know I'm flowing in and out of this way of being throughout a day, I mean, even the kids get to see the bubbly, perky, goofy baby girl side of me because it's not an inherently yeah. sexual thing. It's a personality thing. Like it's just how I'm moving through the world and they like it. It's, you know, that's when mom is fun and funny. And so they have no problem with it. They also think, uh, when mom is pouting, that is also hilarious. <laughs> um, but whenever that's what happens when you raise uh, smart asses, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I do start feeling like a bitterness or a pulling away or a am I not am I allowed? But can I do this? Should I do this? And that's that's an internal thing that I I don't know how I could ever help anybody else going through it because it's. Mm-hmm. It's so nuanced and it's so situational. But also I realized that not getting my baby girl outlet is, it's like repressing anything. It will come out in other ways. Uh, Could the way that it's been coming out recently be uh, related to snarky uh, comments and uh, not at all respectful tones of voice? Maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe it's possible. Quite frankly, just let me play on my fucking glitter, okay? <laughs> just let me play with my glitter. And yeah. I actually do not like glitter for glitter's sake, but I love the look of glitter. And so, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I when I hear DDLG applied to us, mm-hmm. I cannot tell you why. And I do not think it is an, quote, incorrect title for anybody else or label for anybody else. But if there's a dissonance there, there's a wrongness to it. It's like hearing a wrong note that's yeah. almost right, but not quite. It's a little out of tune. It's a little out of sync from who I yeah. think of myself and us as. I think it gave us, as as a label, it gave us a jumping off point. Absolutely. All right. It, it gave us a, a baseline to start from, and then from there, we just kind of, you know, well, this doesn't work. Let's discard this. But, you know, this part of this over here is, mm-hmm. is wonderful. Let's bring this in, and, you know, mm-hmm. this is good. And, and and that's what we've done over this over the time. Yeah. And I think that's the nature of anybody who inhabits their kink self long term with a partner without a partner you i think it you you toss what doesn't work you incorporate what does work Mm -hmm. and i think the way you know when we have to talk about ourselves to people we tend to use labels again so that we have a common understanding so people kind of understand a little bit about us but i i mean I would be curious, how common is it to do that for yourself? Like, I don't walk around going, I am a submissive. Like, I just, I am, I exist, I'm Mm -hmm. Kayla, that's who I am. If you make me, and y'all don't make me, I choose to make me, sit down and like dissect that and explain that, then I'll start pulling out these labels. But when I'm just walking around thinking of myself, I'm like, "Mm, I'm just Kayla. I'm just Kayla doing these things. I do think that for those of us on either side of the slash who see distinct parts of our kink identity, even if they all meld together, like in my case, service submissive, baby girl, Mm -hmm. masochist. The masochist is easier because the masochist, that's not true either because my masochist has been struggling lately because some pain that I really like normally, I'm like, get that the fuck away from me. And Mm -hmm. some pain that 
uh, I would really like I can't seem to get. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> can I get this and then I get something else? Um, and I don't think that part of me is getting enough and is kind of a weird way to say it it's not being fed like it's just like there's no sustenance coming to the masochist who's like but i i would like the gentle massage of a nice flogging paired with the brutal brutal uh paddling till i cry paired with brutal do not give a fuck about me kind of fuck like i need i need wow <laughs> some built up tension complicated much we need to complete a stress cycle or 10 so uh, <laughs> because on like my masochist side is both physical and, and emotional so like there's a masochism in me that loves the kind of sex where i'm it's you actually pretend you don't care i know you do or i could not play that game but it's as <laughs> if you just do not give a fuck and i'm like yes please give me some of that uh i have not lived in that space in a while and i can i can feel attention building from that Uh, i have lived in the submissive space a little too much for a little too long out of necessity out of Mm -hmm. who's got the stronger whose strengths are best suited to this and a lot of things it's my strengths but that's where we were talking last week about the burnout. That's where the right. burnout's coming in. And then poor baby girl in the middle, she's just flowing between all of it because it's part of my personality. But there mm. are things that I feel less and less attached to that I know make me feel like cozy and comfy as a baby girl. And I don't know if I feel less attached to them because there's less time for them or I'm telling myself there's less time for them or if it's because I'm outgrowing that need because my baby girl self flows through everything I do. And so therefore I don't need designated time to do an activity to feel mm-hmm. baby girl. I do not know, but I do know when parts of me are neglected, it comes out as pure snark. Yeah. <laughs> Total snark. Oh yeah. <laughs> also oh, yeah. the whole, um, the whole uh, bedtime thing where the baby girl side comes out So what happens is we get into bed and we each have our own separate way that we unwind and get ready for sleep. Mm -hmm. I play Mahjong. (laughs) You read until you fall asleep holding your iPad. Uh, (laughs) And then I wait for your cue when you put your iPad away and you snuggle down in the bed. That is my cue to wrap up the game I'm playing or end it or whatever Mm -hmm. and do the same. Well, here, and I need that time. I, I... I'm like, I actively look forward to that time yeah. on my phone, on my game, snuggled in the covers. I don't want to change that. But what happens is when we're done with that, and one, I'm sleepy and therefore relaxed, right? But also it's quiet. It's just the yeah. two of us. And I get playful. <laughs> Not like rambunctious. Mm-mm. Like we are in going to sleep mode, but I am very much giggly and and... So the the both annoyance and joke, as we have talked about in a variety of ways over the past months, if not years, is that I'm running hot. Thank you, perimenopause. And you are usually cold or think you're cold, but actually your body's a fucking furnace. <laughs> Don't touch me. I'm hot. Right. And so you'll be like, like the blanket's up to your chin snuggled up and you're like, I'm so cold. I'm so cold. And he's kind of a drama queen about it. Uh <laughs> And I give as good as I get. So I'm like, <laughs> you're cold. Let me tell you about these humidities. Thank you, Tayshu, for that term. <laughs> and so, okay, 
can't believe I'm admitting this. I'm such a goddamn goofball. The way we lay, we're naked in bed, y'all. We're going to bed. And these uh, boobs are n- not teeny weenies. And they're not perky. They're heavy and not small. And so I lift at least one boob up and place the underside <laughs> of my boob on, like, his arm. The underboob. The underboob. First of all, if he is legitimately cold, it's delightful because it's so warm <laughs> under there. <laughs> And he is also happy because it is so warm under there. <laughs> but when I do it, I go, pick up the pick up the boob, slap it on his arm and go, humanitaries! <laughs> because I'm a fucking goofball who has zero chill and just gets playful. Like, let me get a little yeah. sleepy and comfortable and apparently <laughs> naked. And I'm playful because I don't want the... I do want the day to end. I'm exhausted. I want to yeah. go to sleep. You want to go to sleep. We got to get up early. But I don't want the day to end because it's mm-hmm. quiet. It's just the two of us. I have your undivided attention. Right. That is super. That is a moment where I'm like, oh, here's the baby girl in me. Because during the day, I either don't have time for your undivided attention. You don't have time for mine. Or we don't have right. time for each other. And we get cranky when we're in the middle of something. And the other one's like, hello, mm-hmm. hello, I need attention. Mm-hmm. Or we give the attention, but then we have to immediately move to another task. This is right. one of those like quiet, sweet, intimate, vulnerable times mm-hmm. where it's undivided attention. And then we're going to try and go to sleep. Right, because that that is the point we have reached in the day when there's no more decisions to be made. Nothing needs to be, mm-hmm. well, there's always something that needs to be, but sure, sure. for that day, there is nothing else that requires attention. There are no kids. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no emails. Nothing. There's no work. There's no, mm-hmm. it'll all be there tomorrow and we'll do deal with it tomorrow. And we've taken that moment to get relaxed and I'm so relaxed. I'm like, let's play. Yeah. And I want to savor the time because I know there's not, we don't get this in this way any other part of the day. And again, I think it's that vulnerability thing. It's the safety of being able to be exactly who I am because you don't Mm -hmm. judge and you accept it and love it and embrace it. And it's pure baby girl. There's also whining and pouting sometimes because he's tired and ready to sleep and I am not. I'm like, but I don't want to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then there's, what's funny is, I have such a good time in that moment that I don't want it to end. And so, but it has to end. Right. Because we have to go to sleep. Gotta go to sleep at some point. And also, if I lived in that mode all day, every day, first of all, I think mm-hmm. it would be unbearable and I would annoy me. But it would become like my service submissive self where it's a thing you kind of just get used to, you take for granted. It's, there's nothing special about it. And quite frankly, like my service submissive self is exhausting and I'm, I'm, I'm not over it. I'm not done being a service system. Yeah. But uh, there's moments where I'm like, I'm just, I'm done and I'm over it. And I don't want to feel that way about my baby girl mm-hmm. side self part of me. Yeah. Um, I want it to be a mostly, not always, mostly a delight and fun when it mm-hmm. that part of me comes full force. Um, I know that not everybody can handle that part of me at full force. It's okay. There's a lot of me, a lot of parts of me. It's scary. People can't handle. I am scary. uh, A lot. Capital A, capital L, a lot. I know that. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Yeah. So I guess, are we DDLG? I think we're a lot of things. I think we're, we're, yeah, I think that is one way to describe one 
aspect of who we are mm-hmm. and it's an imperfect way to describe it so that's why it doesn't quite fit yeah like i i i think it goes it's part of our with, venn diagram yeah. maybe i don't yeah. know well you know i i look at it this way and, and this is something that i've talked about a lot and, and even when i'm talking to other people you know it's like we're not just our kink we're not just this we're not just that we're we're a lot of different things mm-hmm. you know um it it's it it's all the different little things that make up the whole mm-hmm. so you know there's 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 the daddy dom there's the the woodworker there's the podcaster there's the you know this there's the that the the and the playful guy that sometimes when you get your most playful i couldn't you are a dom because you're always a dom but that's not how i would describe it it's like it's mm-hmm. like a little kid yeah you're as playful as i am the difference is you have the power when you are done you get that's to it. be done that's it play time over switch the tone <laughs> switch the facial expression switch it all and i'm sorry sometimes that does not feel like a daddy it feels like a very stern uh, sir, <laughs> can I have the fun, playful daddy back? Thanks. Just the saying. grumpy polar bear. The grumpy polar bear. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't care if somebody else looks at us and goes, oh, they're caregiver little or they're DDLG. Like, I don't give a fuck. And I don't mind mm-hmm. using the words to help somebody have an understanding. But I would say that to just call ourselves DDLG is way too limiting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for I'd, us, I'd have to agree. For at where this we're point. at right now, for for where we're and and that's why I said at the beginning, I I think at our core, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of who we are, but it's not the sum of who we are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, oh yeah. And I never thought that any one label could ever be the sum of who we are. Right. Um, it's why I can't. You know, I'll tell you I'm submissive, but then I'm going to add a whole bunch of qualifiers so you understand or have a better understanding. Yeah. And because the thing is, is nobody from the outside can ever completely understand me based on the labels I describe myself with, because I barely understand me and I'm living in it. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think in terms of those labels, except because I made this my job to think in terms of labels. Without it, I'm just I I would not think of of it. I think labels are useful when you're learning, when you're discovering, when you're trying Mm -hmm. to meet other people and you're kind of trying to get it an idea of what you like what you don't like what you think what you don't think who you are in relationship to another person absolutely but i also think that that is information for other people more than it is sometimes information for ourselves after a certain point right i think that once you kind of go i think i know who i am and you learn that the way we the definitions we create for labels are limiting. They're limiting for everybody. I mean, there will be somebody who is the stereotypical submissive that fits within the box of that definition. Of course there will be. Mm. But too many of us, how many times have we had to answer the question, am I really submissive because I do or don't do this? Am I really a little because I do or don't do this? That's the problem with labels. I won't stop using them, but if I'm going to apply them to myself internally and internally to our relationship, I would not call us DDLG. I, I'm like you. We're we're a power exchange with elements of DDLG. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Hmm. Is there anything else you would like to say about this topic? Um. 
I don't think so. Me neither. I hope that was not a total letdown of what is the answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not mean for it to be clickbait, so hopefully it did not come across that right. way. I, the answer is it's what you want it to be and what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's the – there's intentionality to it, and there should be some intentionality to – you know, your power exchange, who you want to be as a human and as well as in your, mm-hmm. your kink role or identity. But I also think there's just the day-to-day living a thing and getting into patterns, some good, some not, getting into routines, some good, some not, where you're just living it. And when you're living it, very rarely do you always have time to stop and analyze it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, We all know how I feel about introspection. I think more of us need more of it. But that is useful at times when you're trying to figure something out, when you're trying to figure out who you are in relation to another person, when you do a fun thought exercise or because you're feeling lost and disconnected from who you used to be. I think taking the time to do that analysis is fine. I'm happy to do it all the time. It's Mm -hmm. totally my jam on all kinds of stuff. But when you are just actively living your life and like just getting through the day and just trying to, you know, whether that's in relation to a, a power change partner you have or you're single and you're just trying, like whatever. I, I think many of us don't aren't actively thinking that closely about it. We're just getting through the fucking day. Yeah. And it's usually when you look back and go, oh, that was totally my submissive self doing that. Lola, would you like to tell us how you feel? Right. Are you a baby girl? You are. Oh, by yeah. The way. She's totally. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Are you feeling left out of the conversation? Oh, please don't glump near the camera. Um, so yeah, I I think that's all we have to say about that. Can I find words and put them together? Sure, but I don't feel like I don't feel like I have anything else I need to say about that. No. So Yeah, um, I think we're Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we'll go into a bonus section. Okay. Hope we don't disappoint the world who's like, What do you where's our two hour uh <laughs> right so sorry uh for once i really did want to just talk until we were done saying what we had to say Mm. see where it went i thought it was going to be a 15 minute conversation because the way somebody was starting out but you know it's fine it's fine (laughs) the snark is strong (laughs) girl and this is the one where we prove the lie clearly we're still (laughs) ddlt We can, we're going to go into, we're going to go into, keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Daddy. Yes. Can I talk to the crickets, please? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, uh. I think going to ground you from talking to the crickets after. It's going to be a real short episode then, isn't it? Well, you know, it's going to have to be what it is. Daddy. How can we um, tell them how I royally fucked up last night? <laughs> if we don't get to oh, talk to the yeah. Well, you know, that, yeah. Royally fucked up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Go ahead, I girl. So- have you ever just been <laughs> confident and you were clearly too confident? So somebody yeah. was like, I'm going to watch TV l- last night. 
and just slept through all the episodes and only got up to go to bed because I was over there going, daddy, 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 or some version of that. <laughs> so while somebody was tired, and I was a little, I'll say this, I was probably a little cranky because you slept through everything. So we weren't really doing anything together. And right. you were watching a show that I only, I don't even care about, but I'll be the <laughs> one that has to explain what you missed. So it's like, okay. And also, I've just been cranky lately. I'm pretty sure I could... When I say I need his manga, that's what the fuck I mean. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) you start slowly moving around, doing your thing. And I'm like, I'm going to be on top of it. I am going to get the coffee pot ready a little bit early. And I pour the water in. And then I'm like, yep, done, 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 done. And I start giving you crap about how I was ready. And I had the coffee pot ready. And what, you did. where You're, were you? You're you were dragging giving, over there. You were giving me shit up one side oh, and down the other. God, I just need to remind myself the moment you feel too confident, just do a quick check. Just check in. Is <laughs> that confidence misplaced? And this mm-hmm. morning, I woke up cranky. I was, I was cranky this morning. I was just not... I think part of it is you and I have been snarky with one another over the past few days. The teasing has not like there's teasing. That's like a loving kind of teasing. And then there's this teasing. Like I can't tell you to go fuck yourself and keep this a healthy relationship. So I'll just tease you. And, but mean you can go fuck yourself. And we've been doing that to one another. I mean, this is not one sided at all. I don't know. Chicken or egg situation. Who started it? I don't know. We've had at least a week of that's just kind of how we've been. And you were doing it this morning, but you wouldn't tell me why. And my, I mean, like a porcupine, y'all, the spines. Went up. I was like, <laughs> what? So by the time you had dropped the 12-year-old off at school and come home, and I had, like, I had calmed down because I'd gotten through a morning of stuff I needed to do, and I was taking a shower, and I think I was lotioning my legs. And you're like, so... Yeah. You're so confident about yep. getting that you, coffee pot ready, you, huh? You, you, you were so confident about it. You were giving me so much crap last night about how long it was taking me to get my stuff done to go to bed and that you were done. I was done. I was done. Yeah. Here, here I am waiting on you. Waiting on me. God. Oh. And I got up this morning and I turned on the Keurig. And I made myself a cup of hot water. Lovely hot water. Yeah. Perfectly hot Perfectly hot Perfectly water. hot. Just want that on the totally, record. Totally there clear. There was enough water. Hot water. To have hot water. So yeah. what, what happened was. Yeah. I don't know if I had an almost menopausal moment. I don't know what happened. But I started. I had a clear memory. I refilled the water in the Keurig. I made sure there was. You had a coffee mug. You'd put it back mm-hmm. on it. Like mm-hmm. I, and then I just, I didn't even get distracted by anything that I could tell you that I got distracted by something. It wasn't even that I just stopped it. I, I wandered off. And because I clearly <laughs> remember doing, putting the water in the curing, <laughs> I was clearly done. Just clearly like, like there's a whole hole in my memory of, I don't even know what I did. I, I, but I just wandered off and then convinced myself mm-hmm. that I was done. So then I had to eat a bit of crow. First, I st- <laughs> I laughed my ass off because I feel like if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? Um, and because I knew the how absurd it had been because I had been 
y'all, I had been way too goddamn confident about me being ready and waiting <laughs> on him. And haha, I'm the better one today. And and then again, all the snark that had passed between us before last night, since <laughs> just oh god, you know, death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. It's like we were we were like frenemies. We were like smiling <laughs> at one another and telling each other we love each other, but like cutting each other down with our teasing. It's just not it's not been great. Um and then I had to, so I laughed my ass off because of the irony. And then I had to apologize. And I was like, but I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, this apology is not coming off as sincere. No, no, it, it did it. not come off very I, well I either. I legit meant it, but mm-hmm. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm never sure. Do I just need a goddamn nap? Do I need a couple of shots of liquor? Like I don't know what I need. I what I need is uh an attitude adjustment. <laughs> but I'm also a little afraid of the so and a quote attitude adjustment, which for us would be like a deep impact play kind of thing. When I want it but don't need it, way fun. One where I know that I keep fucking up and I'm totally in the wrong and the attitude adjustment is going to fucking suck, but you're going to enjoy it because I deserve it. I don't want those. those. Something about those hurt worse and not in the good way, but I know that's what I need. Not with the fucking resin paddle we were talking about. I was going to say, I think the resin paddle needs to uh, be around more often, not less. I uh, I think I I still firmly go back uh, to the I need my the, my masochist side needs more of what it, this part of me craves because I think that's part of the problem too because that's for me that's a, a release of sorts whether it's a, mm-hmm. an orgasmic release or a therapeutic catharsis or like it's a release and I haven't had a release like that in a hot minute not a good one not where i'm like you have to pour me back into bed because i'm not moving we're not one where i definitely need aftercare we have not done anything where i definitely need aftercare (laughs) very long time Mm -hmm. so (sighs) maybe i need a shirt that says i need an attitude adjustment yeah i agree Mm So uh, Lola made her presence known in the, the background. She is sitting at my feet watching intently. <laughs> um, I had to put a little blurb, the disclaimer thing in the video that'll be out on YouTube uh, next Monday because Ella in the middle of us recording a video started yowling mournfully as if yeah. she had been abandoned by all human life. Never <laughs> mind the 16 year old was here. Right. She could have gone to him. But no, she couldn't get into the office where we record, and so was sad. <laughs> um, Lola is on high alert for the other cats because they can keep getting love where she can see. And I this morning, JB, with one hand, would pet Lola and then take that same hand. No, you wouldn't even do that. Yeah, I'd use the yeah, other hand. Use the other hand to pet Ella. And Lola was watching the oh, whole yeah. time. She had the furrow brow. She was watching, and then she 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 was watching Ella, and then she would give me side eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So she's uh, Onyx uh, is now spending literal hours in your lap when she yes. can. Yeah, not if, mine. Not anybody else's. If I'm, if I'm at my if I'm on my at my desk, um, she comes and and sits in my lap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's become her thing. It's the only place she will sit in my lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not doing it on the couch. She's not doing it no. anywhere else. Um, no. yeah. Everybody has vet appointments. We're finally getting caught up on all their vet stuff. So Friday mm-hmm. is Onyx's turn. Monday is Lola and Ella's turn. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ella, we have to sedate before she goes to the yeah. vet. She's, she does not handle it well. I want to go because she's such a fucking bitch. But really, she's mm-hmm. something traumatized her somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she's got to be sedated. Uh, <laughs> so, fun times. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man. The kids are good. We're, we're we, us. We've already spent the past, what, hour or so describing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because after last week's episode, we were talking about burnout. And I was like, yeah, the six weeks of recovery, you know, that, that prevented a good deal of burnout. It's one of those things where it's clearly still on the edges because I mm-hmm. get very cranky about my service at times. Yeah. And I in a way that I would not normally get cranky about. Um, and I'm like, Oh, Oh, hi, there you are burnout. You don't need, you don't need much. You just need a spark <laughs> set off. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, anything else? Yeah, I've just been, I've been working. I know. I know. We working. had a great February. Um, uh, I took a, um, Yesterday, my my day was spent with a nine foot length of black walnut, turning it into usable pieces. I know because every time you cut a little bit of walnut, we sell it. Like, and then we're sold out. It's like, oh shit, yep. I could use some more pleats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so did that, and um, today I'm going to be pouring resin. When we're done here, I'm going to go out in the, the shop and be pouring resin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we now have, um, there's a paddle that we put out over Christmas. Um, we gave them cute names, Love Hurts and Star Power and Over the Moon. We've had to rename them because we're selling them differently. They're now made to order. So you pick mm-hmm. your wood, you pick your size, you pick what shape you want. And the shape is cut out of the wood and then filled with resin. And you can pick your color. And so we turned that ability on uh, at the end of last week. At the, mm-hmm. um February 25th and several orders have come in and because they're made to order, it's like a two week process before we're even gonna be able to ship the damn thing out. And you've got a stack of them to make. And I'm over here going, yes, but I also need content for our social media. (laughs) I'm gonna need you to record that because I have to do some stuff in the office and then go pick up the youngest um, from school. So I can't stand there with the camera. Mm -hmm. And and we're like over here going, okay, I know your priority is mixing resin and pouring it in, but I need, here are the camera angles I need you to get. have a vision for this reel okay <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah um yeah i've been i've been doing that and you know trying to unwind in the evening i've been working some long day yesterday i worked up past past dinner time i know we ended up having dinner late and also yeah. we've both been in kind of a funk and so i was like would you like me to just so we're not nobody wants to cook i'm cooking today that's in the crock pot but nobody has wanted to cook in the past couple of days and i was like do you want me just to order pizza <laughs> I'm like, 
like, yeah, go yeah. And order pizza. <laughs> yeah. Please and thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Part, I can't decide if I need a nap or a consensual beating or um, any one of the kinky fantasies that keeps like playing on the loop in behind my eyes. I mean, there. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't know. Maybe I need all of it. I don't, maybe I need all of it. Maybe I need all of it. Uh, so meet me in an hour in the uh, small wood shop in the backyard. <laughs> How are you getting the right camera angle on the resin floor? <laughs> See, this is the problem. This is the problem. <sighs> yeah. uh, Mally in the live chat said, I think we watched the reels mainly for the demos. Uh, once I saw the reaction to the first demo we did in a, this is on the kinkery for yeah. anybody who's like, what? Over at the kinkery on Instagram, it's at the kinkery. I do not hate that handle. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's our goddamn name. Anyway, um, when we do a reel where we're showing off a product or talking about a product or whatever, yeah, at the end I get hit and I can't, I'm, is an uh, unconscious automatic response. I squeak or scream or groan. And the very first reel we did, we were talking about what an evil stick is and we did that. And we didn't even show my butt, we did it on my arm. Uh, The reaction we got from that part alone was like, okay, every time, fuck, every time we do one of these, I just have to, let myself get hit with something. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, I've got one in my mind I want us to do about our canes, and I'm... Yeah. Fuck. It's going to suck so bad. <laughs> it's going to suck so bad. So, yes, if you like watching me get hit, even for just two seconds, get hit with something and scream about it, uh, the kinkery on Instagram, go watch our reels. Um, <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So I think that's that's it. That's everything for now. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm cranky. I'm a cranky baby girl. You are. You are a grumpy fucking polar bear. Don't even talk to me. Hey, I've been grumpy polar bear since day one. I don't keep the the when I edit a video, I don't keep like the outtakes or the bloopers. I don't. I just don't have the fucking time and patience. <laughs> but today's video, there were entire like stretches of time where neither of us was speaking because we're like one of us had to like cough or one of us had to rethink what we wanted to say or at one point there was a debate over can you even see the screen (laughs) and the looks we were giving one another if you did not know us you would wonder do these two even like each other (laughs) for the record we do but we also annoy the fuck (laughs) each other so Mm. so yeah yeah. We'll, we'll get our shit together. <laughs> we always point. do. At some point. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but I think that's enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're yeah. going we're gonna to yeah. go, y'all. Uh, we've enjoyed this as mm-hmm. always. Thanks mm-hmm. for sticking with us to the bitter end. Yeah. Um, I have no clue how helpful today's topic was, but that this one was more for us, I mm-hmm. think. So there, there yeah. you go. Uh, okay, we will be back next week, and then we'll take a week off after that. and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah next week do this again okay okay bye